0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks.
1: Good morning, Rolene. How are you? Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, to be honest, on... I don't know how I am.
0: <laughs> okay. So, are uh, you are you coming to us from the southern Kibbutzim, or are you back home?
1: I'm back home. Okay. I was at, I was uh, in the south yesterday. You can't stay there, uh, so I'm back home. But. Uh, very, very difficult to process what I saw yesterday. Where did you go Um, and why did you go? Well, I went with the the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. We went down to several places. We started with Sterot. Uh, Many of you are familiar with Sterot, the most banked town in the world, Uh, the recipient of many, many, many rocket attacks over the last decades. And uh, we started there. We, we had a quick briefing and then went to see this, the site of what was the uh, police station on the 7th of October, which of course now is uh, just an, an empty lot. And, and to hear what took place in that police station, you know, we all watched with absolute horror on that Black Saturday as uh, the police station was taken under siege by Hamas terrorists who killed the policemen inside. Some police uh, managed to escape to the, to the roof. And our guide was telling us uh, just how, uh, in, in order to try and rescue them, but also to eliminate the terrorists, they had to bring in the fire department with a long ladder to get the police off the roof and then bring in a tank that fired shells at the police station as well as an attack helicopter and eventually a bulldozer to absolutely flatten it, should uh, any terrorists still be alive. And um, absolute agony to watch. The police station is a place I know well. I meet many, many delegations. It's what I've always taken them to the police station to see the spent rockets, uh, to have a quick briefing. The police have always been extraordinarily gracious and it's absolutely shattering, you drive through Sterot, which is a ghost town now, the uh, residents have been evacuated and the Sukkot still stand, but what you have to understand about the the towns, the Kibbutzim of the south of Israel is that time is still standing still, it it is still on the 7th of October, and uh, we had a a slight delay in schedule because uh, former VP of the United States, Mark Pence, uh, was in the area, so uh, we were following him. We actually got to see him in Kwa'aza. We also went to Kibbutz Nahal Oz. Kibbutz Nahal Oz is a a dairy farm. And and while the houses there are still intact, you can see the stickers from Zaka. We all know Zaka, the incredible uh, first responders that go in after every terror attack, after every accident, and make sure that all the remains, all the human remains are, are, are gathered for a dignified Jewish burial. Uh, but each house tells a story, Kathy. Um, you know, the first house you see belonged to the Zohar family. We, we are all familiar with the, the, the story of Ariel Zohar, who went out for a run that morning, and his whole family were murdered by Hamas terrorists. You could see where they had infiltrated through the through the fence. The parts of the dairy um, that they had blown up, that they had fired grenades. I mean, it, 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 it's absolutely to, to call this barbaric is not strong enough a word to to describe what these terrorists did. Uh, and, and then we went to the, to the memorial, the site of the NOVA Festival, which uh, I must be very honest, broke me. Really? Because you got a clear indication that these young people who came to dance, who came to party, who came to manifest peace on the border with Gaza, how they had nowhere to hide. Yes, there are, are little copses of, of trees, but bullets go through trees and uh, it's, it's it's absolutely devastating it's devastating to see the faces of the young people these innocent people who who, who had no intentions that weekend other than celebrating and dancing uh, it, it it's just uh, again that the ground tells you a story it, it screams the soil literally screams to you and then ending the day at kfaaza Kva'aza, uh I don't know how to put into words what you see at kibbutz Kva'aza. You know, walking around, again, the, the Sukkot are still standing. It's absolutely frozen in time, 90 days after the 7th of October. And when we keep saying to you, please bear witness, please don't let the world get the 7th of October, like the Holocaust, like the Shoah, we have an imperative, we have an imperative to tell the story of these people and what they went through. It is the same for the 7th of October. These are modest kibbutzim. These are not great big mansions, as some people think they are. This is not AI. I saw this with my own eyes I will witness with my own eyes to what happened at Kfaaza. You go through this kibbutz, which now the, the, the stage of death has, has lifted, but you can smell the, 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 the overripe citrus on the trees, because there's nobody to pick those overripe oranges and grapefruits. And you see what a beautiful kibbutz it once was, but every house has a marking on it a circle with a dot for the body, at least one body, found in the house. Red writing that it was a murder, and yellow writing for those taken hostage by Hamas. We have 129 hostages in the Gaza Strip. We want them home now. Little Kfir Bibas turned one years old just a couple of days ago we want Kfir and our 129 hostages going through untold hell. We want them home now. And you walk through this kibbutz and you see the homes that were set on fire now called off because some of those homes had hyperbaric bombs thrown in. And you know that some of those ashes are human remains and you could be walking on somebody's body. You carry on walking through the kibbutz and you get to the area where the young people stayed. The young people on the kibbutz in their 20s and their 30s, their starter homes, and this is the scene of utter, utter devastation. This was right by the fence where the Hamas terrorists, actually the, the, the savages, the, 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 the barbarians came in. Each one of these tiny homes Kathy, if you can picture the room that you are sitting in, they're not much bigger than that. Hmm. And, And you can imagine that these young people had a sense of pride in their little, their tiny little space, their tiny little space that was to be the first home they were setting up. And each house has a sign outside that this person was murdered, that this person was brutally murdered that this person was taken hostage into Gaza. There is nothing left of these homes. And you see the names. Nitzan Lipstein, whose father, Ofer Lipstein, was the head of the Shara Negev council, who went out with his handgun to fight the terrorists and was murdered 30 meters from his house. You walk through, the. the there is one house, where a mother so incredibly courageous has, has set up an exhibition inside. She wants people who come there to see exactly how her daughter and her fiancé were found. This, I cannot describe to you how tiny this little space is. And on the door, there is a circle with a dot and it is written, human remains found on the couch and of course the Zakka sticker, you walk in and the floor and the ceilings are pockmarked with the signs that a grenade was fired. And you cannot imagine the agony of these people's last moments. And what many people don't realize is that shortly after the Hamas terrorists came through there was a second wave of those who came through. Ordinary Gazans of all ages children elderly, some coming through on donkeys, who looted the kibbutzim, and the signs of looting are are everywhere. Women came into the kibbutzim and looted the clothes, the jewellery, the belongings of the victims who who were lying dead there. To to describe that this is a, a place of savagery and devastation doesn't do justice doesn't do justice to what I saw, the pictures that you see in the media don't do justice. Uh, It's not easy to get onto these kibbutzim, the army are very, very strict with, with who comes in, but this is, this is a genocide, this is a war crime. You are walking in the biggest crime scene that you could imagine. And there are 22 other crime scenes exactly like that. And I have a message for the South African government who are taking Israel to the International Court of Justice for the crimes of genocide. You have no idea what a genocide looks like until you have walked through Kibbutz Kva'aza and near Oz and Sterot and Eres Crossing and Be'eri, and Re'im, and the sites of so many other places. You have no idea what a genocide looks like because these people came to murder. They came to torture, they came to rape, they came to mutilate. And the stories of rape are very, very real. What happened on the 7th of October was a femicide, it was a genocide. It was a gross crime against humanity and anyone who denies it, anyone who says it's AI, anyone who says that what Israel is doing in Gaza is a a war crime or a genocide needs to come and speak to me, needs to come and see the pictures on my phone which I still can't bring myself to post because I'm still processing this and you can hear the anger and you you can hear the emotion in me. And I want every single one of you who is listening to me now who can hear my anger and hear my emotions to continue to bear witness. The victims and the hostages have no voice. Every single one of us has to be their voice. And the world, the world and your government cannot be allowed to forget the events of the 7th of October.
0: Rolene, there are really no words. Um, Karen, one of our listeners weighing in, says she cannot imagine what what you saw and may Shabbos bring you comfort. Uh, Benjamin DeVette, he says, Kathy, Roline's report has me in tears that Hamas vermin now has to be exer- exterminated, no question. Um, you know, the irony is that Hamas knew on the day and uh, Al Jazeera was reporting on the day that they knew that Israel was going to, you know, um, retaliate. And they knew that it was I going just, to be I harsh. And it's very hard, Rolene, when I try and I be sympathetic and and balanced in my reporting and i question everything and when i hear your report and i and i see video from hamas and i look at the absolute glee you know even the nazis when the nazis were perpetrating their evils they had to go and get drunk at night in order to face the next day and what they had to do the next I day yeah it's I different just want There to was mention just joy. some people
1: who are true heroes i just want to mention yeah. some people who are true heroes before we go the Kitot Koninut, the security teams on these kibbutzim, who were armed with pistols and handguns, who jumped out their windows and fought till the day. The first responders, United Hatzalah, Zaka, the police who came, the soldiers who came, and, and, and we lost 59 police, and we lost hundreds of soldiers. The people who fought. Uh, Eli Berry, United Hatzalah, Magin David Adom. Zaka, every paramedic muslim jewish christian because they didn't just kill jews they killed everybody yeah everybody who dropped what they did to come and fight and many lost their lives are the true heroes of that day and we need to honor them the, the, those in those dispatch centers taking those first calls of distress we need to honor them and please every single one of you out there
0: Tell their stories. Rolene, I've got a huge favor to ask you. We've got to get to news. But there are questions and comments coming through for you. Would it be possible for you to stay with us just after news so that uh, we can... Thank you very much. Thank you very much. If you've got of any course. questions for Rolene Marks, send them through. 34519 is the text line. You can also send a text on Telegram. 61 We're going to take news and then we're going to come straight back.
1: This is the morning mayhem, the best start to your day.
0: High FM, one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life. Just before the news, we were talking to Rolene Marx. Rolene Marx is a regular correspondent here on High FM, and uh, she was she went with the Department of Foreign Affairs in Israel of a uh, tour of the southern area that was attacked on the seventh. Of, uh, of October and uh, I've asked her to stay on to address some of your questions and that I can also share some of the comments that are coming through for Rolene. If you would like to share a comment with her, then please do on 34519, that is the SMS line. Those SMSs are charged at VAS rates. You can also send either a tweet at fm at C-H-A-I-F-M or on telegram 61 Roline, Rolene, you still with me? Rolene, you still with me? I'm still here. Oh, excellent. Thank I'm you. I'm still with you. Um, Alina Maharaj has got a question for you. She says, please ask Roline. three months on and the IDF hasn't found the hostages. Why? Okay, Thanks, Alina. Can
1: you
0: Alina. repeat the question? Uh, Alina says, three months on and the IDF hasn't found the hostages. Why? that's from alina i wish i
1: had an answer for you uh alina i i I really do i know that this is a priority of theirs i think what we have to understand and what we're seeing with this war is how deeply entrenched those tunnel systems are uh, how complicit um, uh, ordinary civilians in gaza are many of them uh, the united nations Uh, and and, and various uh, bodies in the Gaza Strip and just how many terror entities. We know that some of the hostages weren't necessarily taken by Hamas, that they were also taken by the ordinary civilians that came through during the second wave, uh, who also raped and murdered and and, and took people hostage. Uh, We also know that the hostages uh, are possibly used between the different terror entities. So it's a very, very, very uh, difficult situation. This is why, unlike other wars that you see in, in the world, the IDF are going house to house, building to building, um, to not only eliminate the the threats, but also to, fight, to try and find our hostages.
0: Yeah, um, message coming through from, Uh, Ari says Listening to Rolene And bearing in mind South Africa is taking Israel to court South Africa is a cursed country And I for one Will be leaving South Africa As I refuse to continue To contribute to this cursed country You know The thing about a curse Is that a curse can be changed Into a blessing And it takes participation as long as we leave it in the hands of the people currently running it, I think it will remain to be cursed. That is my personal opinion, not opinion of KFM. And uh, Madeleine weighing in also, she says this was the real genocide. Mervyn says what happened during the Holocaust is the same as that ha- what happened on the 7th of October. And th- I'm not sure that either of us can disagree with Mervyn, Rolene. Avi says, uh, to you, morning Kathy. Rose report has me in tears again, my heart is absolutely broken. Philippa says, so, so sad, I have no words, just sadness and tears. Good Shabbos to all from Phil. Thanks Phil. And, um, yeah, um, just, uh, Roline, how do you cope with this going forward?
1: That's a great question, you know, I've got a sense of purpose uh, and, and I'm very blessed, and I'm lucky that I get to, to talk to you guys uh, and, and I get to tell the stories to the world. And, by the way, I'm going back there this coming week. I'm taking a, a delegation of of uh, Florida, uh, down to, to the Otef. Um, how do I cope? I cry a lot. I vent a lot. I am able to speak and write. And I speak to a trauma counsellor, which is something that I advise everybody to do, is to find a way to, to deal with trauma. This is going to take a very, very long time to unpack. And there are two people who I want to mention, and that is the captain of the reserves, Maya, and the police spokesperson, Dean, who stand at Kfa'asa every single day and meet delegation after delegation, dignitary after dignitary and and speak. And they are exceptional. They are our voice to the world and they are nothing less than exceptional. And at the same time that this has been a tremendous, 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 agonizing, horrific tragedy. We also can't forget that we have incredible unity. I know that we feel the the wave of uh, anti-semitism and jew hatred and yes it's brought every jew hater out of the woodwork into the open
0: which is a good thing because we are taking names
1: yeah we're taking names we are take this time we fight back remember that and for every single soldier that is in gaza fighting to make that vow of never again They are making good on that vow. And yes, nobody wants to kill civilians, and we are trying uh, our hardest to make sure that civilians move to safe zones and are warned, and and we take every single precaution more than any other army. We are fighting not just for us, but for the entire world. We are fighting evil because, and I'm speaking now to my Christian and and my Hindu friends, and, and and my Muslim friends who don't subscribe to Hamas' this uh, fundamentalist ideology, it's not going to stop with us Jews. It's not going to stop with the Jews. Right.
0: First, they come for the That's, Saturday people. Then they come for the Sunday people. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. First,
1: the Saturday people. And then the Sunday people.
0: Yeah. Rolien, I've got other questions um, that I need to just get to, please, if possible. Uh, Michael from Gallo Manor Morning Mike, he says, uh, does Rolene know how much of the 500 kilometers of tunnels have been destroyed and how much more there is to go? Uh,
1: that's a great question. Um, we've, de- we've destroyed a vast amount of, of, of tunnels. The IDF haven't made uh, public how many of the tunnels have been destroyed and how much there is still to go, and, 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 you know, when you stand there, you can actually hear the artillery shells, uh, we, we could actually see the, pl- the plume of smoke from a strike yesterday. Uh, you know, we were right by the border. I could look into Sujaya from where I was uh, standing, uh, but uh, there is an estimated uh, 1,500 tunnels. Uh, And it's just extraordinary when you think of how much of that aid money received in Gaza went to building those tunnels.
0: Yeah. Rowling, just a last question for you. And this is a personal question from me. Because sometimes people are more compassionate where animals are concerned than where people are concerned with uh, even women and children. Um, What's happened to the animals that were on those farms? Because every kibbutz has a dairy, every kibbutz has a chicken, you know, a, a chicken house. Uh, what happened to the animals of those of those kibbutzim?
1: Well, uh, thank goodness, Nahal Oz, which is a dairy kibbutz, um, the dairy is back in production. Yeah, the cows are traumatized. You know, we're not asked. The, the dairy manager said um, he, he said a quarter of the cows were lost on the 7th of October. He says, but the cows are actually traumatizing and, and it takes time. You know, animals feel like we feel. Uh, the one chicken farm, the the, uh, the turkey lul was open, so the wild turkeys are running around um, the south. But other heroes that went in on the 7th, Of October it's still under fire, I mean, you must remember that while all this was happening, there were still rockets being fired in in, in the thousands towards Israel to, uh, in fact, as far up as uh, Rannan and Bertsini and Kian Modi in all over, but uh, while this was happening, these incredible people who look after animals went down south to rescue people's pets. They went down to rescue people's pets. Thank goodness, many of them have been reunited with uh, their families. But for the families that are no longer here, the, the, uh, a lot of the pets have been adopted. Uh, but those barbarians came in and killed people's pets as well, because anything that moved and lived, they had to eliminate.
0: Roline Marks, that is where we leave it today. Thank you so much for bearing witness here for us on High FM. And really, I mean, I'm sitting here. I've got goosebumps on my arms. Um, I can see it's, it, it's touched every single one of us who have heard it. So thank you very, very much. Gail says that there'll be a rose-scented candle lit for you and your family this weekend. Thank you, Gail. And Rolene Marks, thank you so much. We wish you a Shabbat shalom and a safe weekend.